Hello, everybody. It's Elise and Mike here with OCN Parental Composure. Um, before we get started, we just wanted to let you know that our Parental Composure is sponsored by Family Fest, Colorado's largest family festival in Denver, Colorado. The festival is located at the National Western Complex and takes place on February 22nd. You can get 50% off tickets online by pre-purchasing with the promo code OCN half at checkout. Head over to eventbrite.com now and search Family Fest to get your tickets today. Act now because the day of the event, adult tickets are $15. And as always, kids' activities are free with an adult ticket. See you there because we will be there. Hopefully you guys can uh, meet us live. So excited. <laughs> we'll actually be doing a podcast at the event. So bring your kids. Um, we'd love to talk with you guys. Maybe we can get some good ideas on what to talk about on the show too. If you guys have any advice or ideas, that'd be awesome. Very exciting. Yeah, for sure. But on top of all that, be sure to subscribe to our channel, ring the bell to get notified of our latest videos. You have the option to be notified for occasional videos or all of them. Of course, all of them. If you are on your phone, just make sure you go into your settings and switch on notifications. But you know what? It's us. Like, how do you not want to do all that? It's us. I yep. mean, family, family festival. Let's, family festival. Who's excited? I'm super excited about it. I think that it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be wonderful with all 10,000, <laughs> thousands and thousands of kids out there it's with those be, yeah. <laughs> parents. And all you parents need composure. So just come talk to us. Yeah, come we'll talk to life. us. We'll give you some composure at the yeah. family event because we all know those events can be super fun. But also, you know, I mean, you got kids excited. What happens when kids are excited? I mean... And, and adults and adults are excited because there's going to be kids stuff. We're actually probably going to have some little um, uh, little stuff to draw for the kids, um, some paper and stuff. So definitely, you know, don't feel shy. Come talk to us, and you can bring your kids along, and, and uh, yeah. We'll give your kids something to do while you sit there and talk to us. No problem. Yeah, we know that that's important. I mean, we We all, will come prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Not only composed, but prepared, too. Absolutely. So. Um, so how are you doing with this winter weather right now? I'm not good at all. Family's sick. Family is just, this is the worst. Like, why do you hate what? Why do you hate winter, Mike? It's because everybody gets sick. Nobody gets sick in the summertime or anything like that. It's always the wintertime. And it's always the kids. And then they get us sick. (laughs) It's, it's, I mean, it, it, I think towards the end of winter too, it's like, okay, I'm over it now. I mean, it's been snowing since what? October? I mean, the kids don't get sick during the springtime or the summertime or the fall time. I know. Oh, no. They got to get sick in the wintertime. When it's the hardest. Yeah. When it's like the most gloomy and crappy weather out. And yeah, it's serious. I, I actually, my kids are homesick. I know you're Jackson's sick too. And I actually text his teacher today and I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, Capri's not going to be there. And she's like, everybody is yeah. out right now. Yep. Like, it's not. <laughs> It's not surprising. It's not surprising. So hopefully all of you out there are doing okay and, and hanging, you know, because it's It's, it's, it's just tough. mind-boggling for me because, you know, baby Kendall will be here any day now. I know. So it's like, oh, my gosh. Oh like, my gosh. this is not a good time. Now, if my mother-in-law was in town now instead of 
February 16th, that would be great, but <laughs> no. So you guys still have a little bit more time. So hopefully. Maybe. Yeah. I know. Maybe, huh? She's. Yeah. She's ready to pop. Yeah. So. Oh, Kristen. Any minute. Thinking of you. And this is why I have my phone in here, because just in case I get the phone call that, hey, I'm going to have to slam my headphones down and go. Yeah. You don't want to miss that. That's important. No, because it's going to be the last one. That's why I don't want to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, well, why I have to, you know, this are, is the last one, so I'm going to enjoy it. Are we going to get like a montage of like pictures from the day of that we can post on the podcast? Of course. I want to see the baby. I want to see her. Of course. Okay. Uh, I mean, because no one, if you it's know. my kid, she'll sit there and flick me off. <laughs> but, but I don't know. I do. I have a picture. Does that of happen on a normal basis? Riley did it, yes. <laughs> So when she was a baby, mm -hmm. does she do it I now? I have a picture so? of it. I will put it on the podcast on our next one. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh, no, I can't. Sorry. Why? Oh, because oh, it's, it's a, not appropriate. Come on. Okay, yeah. Okay. Even if it's a baby doing it on, on accident? I don't mm. know. No, probably not. If any of y'all want to see that picture, all you have to do is just email us at socialmediaatpin.com, and you know what? I will send it to you. Yes. Yeah. And please, guys, we love to hear from you guys. And we love to hear some some topics that you want to, you know, talk come, or listen to us talk about. Come to our Facebook page. Yeah, come to our Facebook page. Um, write us some stories that we can, you know, share some funny parenting stories because we'd love to get that out I as well. love sharing other people's stories. Me about, too. Because you know what? I can laugh about it yeah. and not feel bad because <laughs> it's not my life. <laughs> 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 we, we like being entertained by other people's chaos in, in their households. So please send it over. What you, was this? You send it over and we'll counteract, we'll counter that story with one of our stories that either matches that story or it is somewhat related. Yes, because we all know parenting is very relatable. There's so many, you know, there's just so many things that can happen in a day with kids. So I'm not even I don't even know what's gonna happen today. Like I go home, I'm planning on just going home working while Jackson lays on the couch. Who knows what's gonna happen today? Uh, I hope that he gets better. That's what I hope. Trust happens. me, I do too. Yeah, because it's never fun to have a sick kid, especially when they're younger. Because they're not, you know, it's like they can't handle the sickness. Like they're, it's like they're crying. So when they have a miserable. fever and stuff, what is a home remedy you use? Oh, it can't be can't be medicine. I mean, oh. of course we use medicine, but you know, a home remedy. Like everybody loves to use home remedies and stuff. Like, what is one of your favorites? Well, like I think we have like a hot pad that the kids really like, and and that you know they'll kind of lay with to comfort them but in terms of remedies like sometimes I'll just like massage their feet with like that Vicks stuff I don't know I mean I don't really do a ton of stuff other than just kind of be yeah Jackson's <laughs> more along the line he's not vomiting or anything he's just he just has a fever and just feels terrible yeah so. and I think a lot of the times like the best remedy is just to kind of be there with them and make them feel better the best you can oh my god but no but like it's it's hard to do that though right because as it a is. parent there's constantly things that need to be done and i think that's the biggest struggle with sick, sick kids well and that's the thing a lot of people who don't have kids would be like oh my gosh you're such a terrible parent what can be more important than your kid being sick and it's like Yes, we understand our kid is sick. Yes, we know that's very important. But we're trying to juggle other right. things Why we're doing that because yes. without my job, my kid won't be sick at home, be sick in the streets. So, I know. You know. I completely agree with that. And then, you know, with us, you know, 
I'm going to be away from work for a couple of weeks when Kendall's born. So there's things that I have that we oh, have to yeah, get done before yeah. that happens. Yeah. So how are you feeling with that right now? Are you feeling somewhat prepared? You'll have it all. Like, in, you you and Hannah will have it all under control. I, <laughs> I have no doubts with that. So, well, we have no problem. You I'm know. just going to throw my hands up and be like, they got it. They're good. You know what? I, I really appreciated <laughs> last week we went on family vacation and I was ready to like be scheduling and everything. And I, I wrote in to let Mike and Hannah know. And Mike was like, we got this. You just enjoy your vacation. And that meant a lot. So well, that's good. I will. Does she know <laughs> I'm preparing he has her a... for the two weeks that are coming. But <laughs> yeah. like, hey, remember when you went on vacation? He has a plan. I he have a, a plan. plan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, we're definitely more than happy to help. You guys need some meals, too. We need to, like, set up, like, a meal plan or something for you guys. Mm. No? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, like, have you guys had that in the past? We have to go grocery shopping. That's what we have to do. I just remember, like, when I had babies, like, it was so helpful to have people, like, you know, send, like, frozen meals that you can, like, cook whenever and, and stuff like that. So we should probably get that set up for you guys. Um, so... Going along with, so, yeah. How do you go in this awesome mood and then you just go into depression? Did I just do that? You did. You were just like, <laughs> so, so I know something is coming that <laughs> is just going to blow my mind. Well, or, I think that's like, I think I'm, I'm like mentally going back to like those times. So I think today, like, you know, when it comes to having a newborn baby, some people, um, it goes really well. Like after I had my first two, it was, it was pretty, not really well, but I mean, it goes pretty smooth, but there are those times as a mom, when you have your baby and some people deal with postpartum depression and have, I mean, has Kristen ever she dealt has. with postpartum? Yeah. And, uh, you know, with our last with our last one, Jackson, who was born three years ago, it was kind of, well, actually, it'll be four on the 29th. Um, oh, dang. But with with Riley, yes, uh, she had it a little bit. I mean, it wasn't like hardcore like some people right. have it. But, yes, she did have it, um, you know, just crying out of nowhere. And yes. me thinking that, you know, oh, my God, something's absolutely wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it with, with Kristen, that's mostly what it is, just – you know, a bunch of crying and yeah. it's gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I didn't do anything wrong, so I'm good. Yes. It's just part of, but with Jackson, um, since he was the last kid that was born, you know, he has all those health problems and yeah. stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it was immediately when he was born, it was immediately transferred to DC National Children's Hospital and that didn't help oh, because I'm sure. yeah. it just like put her, put that postpartum level to like a max and she yeah. I mean she she made it through she she was a trooper but I can tell that was like one of the most hardest things that she had to ever go through hopefully it is yeah. that she ever mm-hmm. has to go through um and but one of the things about you know being a being the dad is that that's probably one of the most things that I'm worried about having Kendall mm-hmm. um is that it will go smooth yeah um and that the only thing that I have to worry about in postpartum-wise for Kristen is just her crying that she used to always do. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, of course, we don't know right. what you level don't know. she's going to be on after the baby's right. born. So it's 
I just hope that, you know, everything goes smooth, just like mm-hmm. any parent does, that mm-hmm. baby will come out, mom and baby are healthy, yep. two days later, we're going home, and we just start mm-hmm. that new life. Um, but I just hope that it is, uh, I, don't, I don't even know how to say it, like it's as less yeah, as po- yeah, possible yeah. Mm-hmm. when it comes to that point. But, I mean, I can't. So, like, I'm, and I, I'm sure there's a lot of parents that can relate to that situation of having a child that has some health issues when they come out. Because, I mean, there are a lot of kids that are born and have, you know, a lot of issues. And so I think, how was that? I mean, I can only imagine how that was having to not only, you know, have that scare, like that fear of your kid being okay, but also not being able to be in, like, the comfort of your own home. Right. right? That was... Yeah. So, were you, how long were you guys in the hospital after? Um, a week and a half. Okay. Uh, there were times where I had to go home every now and then. Mm-hmm. Kristen wouldn't leave the hospital. She wouldn't. Yeah. And yeah. I completely understand because if she was able to leave, then I wouldn't leave. So, right. one of us were always there 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the way that it went, it was hard because it was just one thing after another. Because, like, I have... Like I've said, that Jackson has numerous mm-hmm. of health issues, mm-hmm. and they just kept coming in. Like every day was a different thing. Oh wow! And it was like you know. So did you guys? So did you guys took? So Jackson was in the hospital for a week and a half, and then were you able to go home with him, but then need to go back again? Like yeah. For, oh yeah. Okay. They basically, in a nutshell, uh, when Jackson was born, he wouldn't he wouldn't uh, latch. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't, go- yeah, he wasn't tough. feeding. Mm-hmm. So they thought something was wrong with this. Uh, what is it? Pallet? Uh, yeah. Pallet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but that wasn't the case. And so, you know, they were just going to release us without wow. him feeding or anything. So the, uh, the lactation lady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was like, hold on, let me try one more time. Like, mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't let him leave yet. Let me try Good one more time. Her. So she took her in the back and then they came back without Jackson. It was like we haven't we have a problem. He has a se- he he was having a seizure, so oh, we need to transport him to uh, Children's National in D.C. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we did that, and then just and you guys were in D.C. No, we were moment? we were in our local town, okay, Woodbridge, Virginia, okay, and you know they just they flew him by helicopter up oh, there, man. and then we met them up there, mm-hmm. and just. For the next week and a half, it was just one thing after another. And then um, on top of that, it was even even with me because mm-hmm. when they were doing, they literally did every single test oh, that they could think of. So That's so hard. That's how we found out. Like there were so many things wrong with Jackson. Mm-hmm. And then on top of everything, when genetics and all that was, you know, came through, that's mm-hmm. when I finally found out I was adopted. Yeah, you guys at had... At the age of 36, So 35. much stuff hit you guys at that time. Yeah, I, I mean, I was, I was... I think I was handling it pretty good just because, like... You, like, get in, like, survival mode at that point, That's right? basically what it is because like, Kristen is, you know, yeah, she was just... I mean, she was very strong through all this, but she was a mess. You can just tell. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like I had to be the yeah. dad, you know, the yeah. husband that, you know, comforts and all that. But yeah. I can't imagine going through that again. Oh, I I can't even imagine. But on a yeah. you know, just from a man's standpoint, going talking about a woman's standpoint, just watching Kristen, mm-hmm. you know, throughout pregnancies and stuff like that, I couldn't imagine, you know, having to deal with postpartum, which is uncontrollable, mm-hmm. yep. and then on top of that, you you know, dealing with a six 
six son. Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, my God, I can't imagine. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not only, I mean, with postpartum, it's a lot of the times, like, it can be, you know, hormonal. I mean, it can be lots of different things, but, and lack of sleep. So, you know, I think that, you know, with on top of that, like having a child that's sick and you don't know what's happening because there's constantly things, you know, going wrong. I could only imagine like yeah. how, how hard, how and hard post- that would be. And the thing is postpartum <laughs> thing, it's real. Yeah. It's, oh, it is. It's yeah. very real. Mm-hmm. So it's. I remember like when I had, so when I had my third, I was, you know, we had just moved to like we had just moved to Texas. I didn't know anybody. And I had two other little kids at home on top of, you know, my newborn. And so I just remember, first of all, I don't really remember a lot of her, like, first year. Right. <laughs> and it's kind of sad, but it's like when you have postpartum and, and you're you're just, like, trying to, like, get through. Like, I mean, I remember waking up crying all the time and just feeling so numb. It's like, you know, that image of like a baby, I mean, like a mom holding a baby and just like staring like into space, like you, like you're just like, and then you have kids screaming in the background and yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard and it's a real thing. And, um, I think the most important thing is that, uh, moms need to recognize it. Yes. And, and be okay. Ask, be okay to ask for help. Yeah, like, listen, right. I am I I need help with this mm-hmm. and don't try to be don't try to be superwoman. Right. You know? Right. Because that's what a lot of moms do. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know what, I'm I can deal with this. But it can go either way. Yeah. Like you can be superwoman and you can deal with it. Or postpartum can take you down. Right. And and, it, and then in that situation, you know, if you do have a husband and if you are married and if you do have other kids, like it can affect your household. It's you know? like a chain reaction. Yeah, and it is. And and because everybody, you know, when, when mama's not happy, nobody's happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, a lot of the times, like it's kind of a real thing. And, and, um, I mean, I'll be the first to admit, like, when after I had, when I had postpartum, like, I got on medication for it. And, you know, I don't necessarily think medication is something that you need to, like, depend on forever. But when it is happening and you need help, there is nothing wrong with it, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. And I know there's different opinions on that, um, but it helped me. So, I mean, if anybody out there is going through it, you're not alone. Believe oh, no, me. Absolutely not. I mean, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I took off work for two weeks once the baby's born. Yeah, that's great. Um, mm-hmm. Her, her mom is going to be here. My mother-in-law, she's going to be here. So, you know, my, I don't know, I like to plan things out. So, you know, like with this, it should help Kristen with all that because, you know, when we, when she comes home from the hospital, it's, you know, she has help. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's so and important. And that's why I was like, you know, look, for those two weeks, I'm not working. I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Just f- focusing on family because you don't know how bad things will get. You and if don't. you let, if you just let things be, then it can, it can get worse. Yeah. So you need, you need as much help as possible. Don't be afraid to ask for help because yeah. that can be devastating if you just don't ask for help. Yeah. And for all those single moms out there, I mean, hopefully you have a network or, you know, a group of friends. Like if you are going through a postpartum, like I just, you know, hope that there's, I know that there's help out there, but I just, you know, I feel for you guys. And, um, I think so from, but from a 
man's perspective, if you do have a man in your life from a husband's perspective or whatever, like, how do you guys handle that? Because, I mean, I know from a woman's perspective, you know that you're just out of your mind at that point. And you're not really thinking about everything else. You're just thinking about like, how can I get through this whole day without losing it? So, you know, from a man's perspective, like, how do you handle that? Because <laughs> that's hard, you know. Well, at first, at first, when, you know, I knew, you know, when I first found out what postpartum was, I always thought it was me. Like, I always yeah. thought it was me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my gosh, I did something terrible. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, what did I do? Or, like, if something's wrong with, you know, my wife, I want to know what it is. I want to know now. Mm-hmm. Like, don't hide it from me. Like, I, I have to be that, um, the guy who fixes it all. Yeah. Like, yep. you know, so it's, at first I was like, oh my God, what did I do? Or, you know, is, what what is wrong? And, you know, she won't tell me. Yeah. Because she's probably, like, I can put myself in that position because she's probably like, no, I got this. I got to stay, you know, calm. I don't want him to think I'm crazy and, you know, all those yeah. different feelings. And she would always say nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I literally would be there, like going at her like no what do you mean nothing yeah. tell me what it is and it's actually nothing yeah it, you know? yeah that's it's a actually good it, point. in reality it, it is nothing yeah yeah and it's like nothing but it's everything cause right it's affecting so everything. once now that i realize you know now that i know what it is mm-hmm. you know when she it, you know when she goes into that you know just i just take the baby and you know because i know what it is yeah. like and that's very important to recognize what it is um, yep. because if you can't, if you don't recognize it, you don't know how to deal with it. So, right. And it's good that you have been able to go through that now since you kind of, you know, you kind of know, but for those of you that maybe are going through it right now as husbands or, or wives, it's like just, you know, also it's important to like educate yourself on it because I know when I was going through, I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't, I, I'm losing it, you know? And, and I, it was really comforting to read about it, to, mm-hmm. you know, list, I listened to lots of podcasts about other women going through it and realizing it's a norm. It really is a Very normal, normal thing. Very it's, normal. It's not anything to be ashamed of. Nope. Um, and I actually have a list here just in case um, of like the different symptoms because I think it is important to know. And Another thing is, you know, if you guys are going through it, the one thing that really helped me, and this is like from a, a really holistic perspective, I did a lot of, I I never had done yoga or anything before because I'm like, there's no way I'm going to do yoga. Like, I hate yoga at that point because it was so, <laughs> it was, in, and this is coming from a mom's perspective. I know it sounds silly, but at that point, that was like literally the only thing that got me through it. And I remember my neighbor was so awesome. She was a yoga instructor and she would come to my house. She didn't charge me anything. And she was just like, you know, let's do yoga. It's going to help you. And it literally got me through those months. And I don't know why. I mean, I think a lot of it is just your, you know, dealing with your internal stuff, like through yoga and meditation. But, um, I actually ended up getting a yoga certification after that because it inspired me so much. So that would be my recommendation if anyone's going through that. Um, So some of the symptoms are, you know, having mood swings, feeling anxiety, feeling sadness, irritability, feeling overwhelmed, crying a lot, like you were saying, Um, reduced concentration, which was a huge thing for me because I was just constantly, like, you know, not able to focus. 
um, appetite problems, uh, trouble sleeping, all those things. Um, and I'm looking at that mayoclinic.org thing, just in case anyone's interested. But um, it just says, postpartum depression may be mistaken for baby blues at first, but the signs and symptoms are more intense and last longer and may eventually interfere with your ability to care for your baby and handle other daily tasks. So when you see that it's affecting your home life, definitely um, it could be something more than just baby blues. Yeah, so I'm going to give my opinion. I don't have a professional opinion, yeah. but in my parental opinion, um, you know, when you hear about <clears throat> when you hear about um, moms giving away their babies or acting, um, you know, unusual mm-hmm. with their kid, with mm-hmm. their newborns, and you know, doing those other things, you know, if you think about it, and I'm not I'm not a doctor, so I can't definitively say, but I honestly think that postpartum plays a Huge. part in that. Yes, you know? absolutely, 100%. So it, that's why I say it's very important to recognize what it is, recognize what the symptoms are, and just, you know, like you said, turn to the, your resources. Right, because, totally. you know, it's I, – I, I am one person that is very sensitive when it comes to babies getting injured or babies getting left or, you know, things like that mm-hmm. um, from experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is that it's uh, – you know, it, it, it can be, can, it can be helped. Yes. You know, you yeah. can, ch- you can help that. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, well, that, that mom, she just, she was just nutso and she just couldn't help it and this and that. No, mm-hmm. you're wrong. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I can almost guarantee that postpartum plays a huge part in a lot of these instances. And yes. if the mothers would just recognize it, mm-hmm. and I'm not blaming the moms because yeah, again, no, no. postpartum is uncontrolled. Right. But if you reckon, if you're able to recognize it, then you can turn to your resources and find ways to deal with it. Yes. You can't get rid of it just like that. Mm-mm. And you, you have to deal with it. And you can't expect for it to go away right away. Exactly. Even, you know, if you are facing the issue, like it's it lasted nine months for me, almost a year, and so if. You, you just ha- it's almost like you just have to go through it which sucks yeah <laughs> so bad but you just have to ride the wave and just know that eventually you know it will simmer down and it will get better but yeah definitely be open to help um yeah I don't surrounding know. yourself with uh others that have been through it or are going through it and things like that mm-hmm. that helps a lot as well yeah like definitely you know it's, you know, I guess you can kind of say it's kind of like a uh, a rehab thing. Yeah, you know? you're mm-hmm. you're in rehab with others who have, the, you know, this in sorts the same issue as you, yeah. and that's why rehabilitation faculties work a lot because right. that's what they do. They bring those who are having that same issue together, mm-hmm. and you know, you have others there to help you. So right. it's kind of like that, going through your resources and, you know, mm-hmm. finding others out there who have been through it or are going through it and taking some of their advice. Nothing wrong yep. with taking advice. Nothing wrong with asking for help. Absolutely Especially not. when it comes to, you know, the well-being of kids. Yes. Like, because and that yourself. can definitely affect. Yes, yeah. yourself and kids. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of another kid. Right. There's no way. Like uh, you can't take care of another being yeah. if you can't take care of yourself. And so. then it's just like an, em- an a never-ending 
um, cycle, I feel like, because it's like you're not taking care of yourself, then you're not taking care of your kids, and then you're feeling guilty because you're not being a good parent, and it's just like this snowball effect. Yeah. So it's like just start with yourself. It's like, you know, being on the airplane when they say you got to put on your oxygen mask first. That's like, that is how it is. And, you know, just to let you guys know out there, like a lot of people that end up with postpartum are people that have dealt with depression when they were younger already. And so they already have that, um, I don't know, that, uh, what do you call it? (laughs) Just, they're more likely to have postpartum. Yeah, Yeah. predisposition, predisposition. (laughs) So please, you know, just, I mean, and that's another thing that you can do. Like if you know that you're, you may be more, you know, it it might be more possible that you could get postpartum because you've had depression, like talk to your OBGYN about it, like just let them know. And then maybe they can, you know, kind of help you like, at the beginning. I can't talk today. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> I will throw this I'm out suffering there. suffering here. So. Again, we're not doctors. We're not, we don't have PhDs or anything no like way, that. No way, yeah. I will tell you this, though. If you, you know, if you don't want to reach out to a professional, you don't want to, you know, listen to anybody's podcast but ours, of course. You know, you can also reach out to us on social. Yeah, message definitely. Us. Like, send mm-hmm. us a private message. We, we don't mind. We love to talk with our fans. Yeah. I mean, if you have... And again, it's only us two. There's nobody else who has access to, you know, our social page uh, pages. Whether it's YouTube, mm-hmm. whether it's you know our Facebook, our Instagram, reach out to us. We we, we could talk you through some stuff. Or if you just want to chat, even just chatting, yeah, will make you feel better. So honestly, like that is the reason why. And yeah, we would definitely help kind of gear them in the right direction oh, yeah, of, absolutely. of help and stuff. But we have little contacts here and there, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. We got hookups. Um no, but like really that's the reason why we do this podcast. I mean we we like to joke around a lot. This is kind of a more serious um podcast today, I think, but we do do this because we really do desire to kind of just get the word out that nobody out there is alone. (laughs) You know, I mean, we're all going through the same stuff. Maybe it's not the same exact thing, but like parenting can be difficult. There's lots of different things that go with it. Um, So yeah, definitely if you guys are having, you know, any issues, feel free to reach out. Our fans, they're, you know, get together, you know, circle yourself with you know, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty part of this is that what we talk about, it's all authentic because yes. this is real stuff. Like mm-hmm. this, it, we're not pretending like we know what we're talking about. Like right. we go through experience. Yeah. Like the postpartum thing. Yeah. You've been through it. And mm-hmm. then on my side, I can actually talk about it because I've seen it. I've yeah. seen my wife go through it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got both sides of every issue. And I'm, I'm sure as a man, it's like, you know, lots of men just want to fix stuff. <laughs> they want to fix the problem. And I think it's it can be really tough on the other side of it, whether that's your husband or your boyfriend or, you know, even friends on the outside that don't understand what you're going through. Um, that can be hard because they want to fix the problem, but it's, it's it's not really fixable at that point, and that's okay. And that's, it, and that's why it's very important for not only, you know, you as the mom to – you know, recognize what is going on. It's also those close to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's also important for them to know what's going on because, like with me, with my wife, uh, when or if she goes through it, you know, after 
baby Kendall's born, I know what to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so so it's very important. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can actually like on our Facebook page, like we'll post something about postpartum, maybe some, some good tips. Sure. Um, if anyone's going through it or, or has gone through it, um, it might help a little bit, maybe some links to different things as well. Um, and we do, we really care about everybody out there. So I love you. We love you. And I'm not saying that to be sarcastic. <laughs> this is why uh, I do this, people, for no. you. Yeah. I don't know about Elise, but I do it for you. <laughs> so remember that. That's horrible. Just saying. I do it for you. Believe me. I, I've been there, and, and I, I do it for all of you for sure. Um, I think sometimes it's like you just want to put this. I remember, too, going through it, and I just, like, people would want to hang out, you know, after you have the baby and oh, come yeah. visit. And and you're like, how the hell am I supposed to be nice and cordial and like act like everything's fine when it isn't? And it's almost like you just want to put this big sign on your forehead. Like I am suffering people. <laughs> Let me have a month or two or more to just process what's going on. Because, mm. yeah. Hey, well, here's a hard part is that if you have – other kids, that's hard. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they don't understand yeah, what's going on. Yeah, they don't understand. And, you, and most likely, you can't get it into their head what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even even with my 20-year-old, like, I know she's not dumb. But I just know, just knowing her, like, I know she won't get it. Yeah, so yeah. So it's... You, yeah. You can't get it. That's the thing. Like, you can't get it unless you've gone through it. And even though men don't have the baby, like, they're going through it, <laughs> you know? I mean, maybe not, like, they're not carrying the baby and they're not going through the postpartum, but they're... Mentally, yes. They're mentally there. Yeah, and plus, like, you have to step up, too. If you are there in the household and, and you are the husband, you have to step up for your wife and take care of a lot of other things. Like I remember my husband like having to make dinner sometimes when he'd be home from work. Cause I would just be in bed. So like bad, like oh, yeah. it was bad. And, and he'd have to take the kids out sometimes to play. And, and so actually um, me, when I'm doing this, you know, when I'm doing this time is actually a first for me, mm-hmm. like, because I've been through, you know, once the baby's born, I would just go right back to work like the next day and yeah. like that. But I, Took it upon myself to uh, say, you know what? I'm going to take this time off. I'm going to, you know, just focus on nothing but family. Yeah. Because not only do I have a busload of kids to keep under <laughs> Literally. Control, but, I mean, it's, you know, and po- postpartum is one of the reasons why I'm doing this. Because mm-hmm. you want, you know, I want my, I want Kristen to feel as comfortable as possible when she comes home. Yeah. Um, because all in all... Regardless of what anybody says, when the baby's first born, mom is the one who does most of the work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and I understand that. I don't know about a lot of you other dads who are, don't understand it yet. Well, but help them I understand, understand, Mike. Because help I'm them. a great husband <laughs> and dad. But, I mean, you just need to recognize that. Like, hey, mom does most of the work. So, mm-hmm. you know, like waking up, the best thing I can do is, like, if Kristen wakes up early in the morning, like two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and I hear her get up, best thing for me to do is just to get up and just sit there with her, even if that's all you're doing is just sitting there. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see what else. Like that's a good. Have you done that? Are you? Planning? Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But a lot of times, Kristen, like if I don't hear, mm-hmm. then I I can't help it. And Kristen, <laughs> Kristen would just let yeah, me that's... sleep. But I mean, the, that's the thing though. When you wake up, when Kristen wakes up, and if I hear her, I'll I'll lay there and stay awake with her while she does it. Yeah. But if but, I don't, I'm sorry. And she it knows. is it is hard, like. When, you know, especially if your wife is breastfeeding, it's like you don't can't really do much. Yeah, you can't do anything. <laughs> you know, and so it's like. I don't sit there and just <laughs> stare at her. So don't do not do that, guys. Don't just sit there and stare at them. <laughs> don't do that. That's a little <laughs> creepy. No, but it's true. Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, like they have is, the, the resources that you yeah, don't have. Just let mom do her thing. But, you know, like in my situation, I have other kids that. Yeah. Need rides, places, need, you know, somebody needs to cook dinner. I'm not going to expect mm-hmm. Kristen to cook dinner with the baby in her hand. Yeah, definitely. So for the first two weeks, That's I just plan helpful. on, you know, Kristen take care of the baby. Take care of the baby. Of course, I help when I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, she has all the resources. Yeah. But for me, it's keeping the other kids calm, cool, collective out of, you know, Kristen and the baby's hair. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is super helpful. Like that, because right. you know, as when you're a new mom and you have other kids, or not a new mom. When you're a mom to a newborn and you have other kids, you do kind of feel guilty because you're like, well, I'm all my focus is going on this baby. Right. So it's nice to know that you have somebody like your husband to take them out and. Yeah, the jealousy part plays a lot with my kids. That's tough. My kids are yeah. like me, very sensitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> Is Jackson ready for the baby? Like, Jackson does he is. know? Oh my gosh, he's he, he's ready more than anybody. <laughs> That's cute. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just imp- very important to like, like to me, those first two weeks are very important because <clears throat> there can't be yelling around the house. You know, like mm-hmm. if you have me, I have all these kids in the house. There can't be the yelling. There can't be the screaming. There can't be. It has to be a stress free environment mm-hmm. and. Kristen can't do that and take care of the baby. No, so yeah, no. Especially, mother-in-law's coming into town. That's Dad's awesome. staying home, mm-hmm. and we're going to get this under control. That's great. Because this is our last baby, so we're going to do, <laughs> right. do it right. Yeah. We're going to do it yeah, right. you guys know by now. You and guys. all of you guys are going to be here to listen to me explain the story. I'm telling you, I'm going to get it right. I'm going to patent this. Watch what I tell you. <laughs> I'm going to patent this process. Yeah, set up a process for us. That would be nice. We're going to call it the heirs theory. (laughs) That's good. I like that. We'll have to we'll have to post it on Facebook so everybody can can have access. I will keep you guys up to par. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And definitely bring the baby in. I can't bring the baby into this place. It's too stressful. (laughs) Even just for a little bit. Oh, just for a little bit, right? Okay. Because other people bring their babies in. Hey, other people bring their dogs in. Okay, why That's can't a they? Big difference. <laughs> um, so I think I, so. I was listening to a TED Talk this morning, and um, this lady was talking about. It wasn't necessarily postpartum, but it was women that have had been very career oriented for years and years and years, and then have a baby. Going and deep. We're going deep. Yeah. <laughs> and the struggles of that, too, because it's like, you know, maybe it's not necessarily postpartum, but you're going from, you know, being able to be really good at something, like have this career that you're just like, you excel in, you know what you're doing, all this stuff, and then you decide to have a baby, and it flips your world 
upside down, you know? And um, she was just talking about the difficulties of that. And um, if you want to listen to it, it's actually, I have it right here. It's Diana or Diana Edelman. It's she's a family counselor and she does talk about the importance of active interaction, emotional stability, sustenance, and physical touch with both infants and parents. Because if you think about it, you know, when you have a baby, all you're thinking about is, okay, the importance of the baby and how I need to feed the baby and I need to hold the baby. And I need, but it's like, she talks about, look, it's not just about the baby. It's about the, the parents too, you know, the moms that are getting up in the middle of the night or the dads that need that, that physical touch as well. And she actually calls it the gift. It's, and she says, G stands for, so when you get the baby up in the middle of the night, you need to go. So you, G stands for go, like you need to move around and you need to be active because then it, it, um, you bring in the endorphins. Um, then she talks about the I standing for inhale and exhale. So she said like the importance of just breathing in the moment, <laughs> finding your Zen, you know, being aware um, the F stands for feed. So she said, if your baby, she said the size of a baby's stomach is like the size of their fist. So they're constantly hungry. So, you know, be aware of that. And the, the T stands for touch. So, um, I think breaking it down to something simple like that, to remember, like when you're waking up in the middle of the night and being like, Oh my God, I'm tired. Go inhale, feed that baby and feed yourself, not just the baby. She said, feed yourself (laughs) and touch. So, you know, I think, did you, so you were working, wait. Yeah. I mean, obviously you were working when you had your babies, but it, it is, it is different. Like when you feel like you have control over what you're doing on a constant basis and then a baby comes and you're like, I have no idea what the heck I'm doing. You know, and so I think a lot of people go through that. Oh, I think uh, about 75% yeah. of people <laughs> yes. go through that. <laughs> yes, if not more. Um, so definitely, you know, don't feel bad if like you have had this amazing career and you're like on top of everything. And then all of a sudden this baby comes and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, is there something wrong with me? Like, is, it, you know, does everybody know what they're doing except for me? No. You know, the biggest no. issue that I have with all that is when somebody just thinks that once the baby comes along, life is over. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I can't I can't express how much, like, I'm not going to lie. When my first kid was born at 19, I was the deadbeat dad. Like, I was horrible. And, well, with her, mm-hmm. I wasn't working at the time. Um I I even went to the Navy when she was born. Yeah. And I left. I went AWOL. So I got kicked out of the Navy. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that it took, I mean, even though it took me a long time to realize that, hey, wait a minute, I'm a dad. I need to step up and I need to be a dad. So I need to provide. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other avenues you can take. Mm-hmm. Like just a you can't just set your mind on just one thing and, you know, say, okay, when the baby comes, you can't be like, okay, that's done. There's other avenues you can take. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up on just your plan. Right. There's always alternatives mm-hmm. to how to get 
to where you want to go. Yeah. Just because a baby comes, your life is not over and, mm -hmm. you know, you should just drop everything and that's it. Yeah. You know, it's... It's just going in a different direction. Right. It's just it's just basically going around the bush mm -hmm. and then continue on, continue on the road. Yeah. But a lot... I mean, I hear it a lot. It's like, what am I going to do now? Blah, 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 blah. Well, I mean, for me, honestly... Uh, when I was a kid, of course, I wanted to be a football player, but yeah, I'm retired. Please. <laughs> Five rings. But I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, when I had a kid, it was, yeah, I went down, I hit rock bottom, mm -hmm. you know, when my baby was born, because, you know, at the age of 19, I can't say that you thought about this, but I was always like, there's no way I could be a dad at 19. I'm not doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, I did do that. Yeah, I did think that too. <laughs> but I tried to turn myself around. Mm -hmm. Didn't work at first, but I kept going. Yeah. And I found the avenue I wanted to go. Yeah. And that was, you know, to be a parent and provide. That's all I want to do now. Like, yep. I don't care about anything else in the world. Yeah. I don't. Isn't that interesting how it changes? Like, you know, and I think that comes with the wisdom or, you know, the experience. There is happiness on the other side. Whether it's doing what you yeah. wanted to do 20 years ago, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Like, if yeah. I can, you guys hear me talk trash about my kids all the time. And you know what? I'm never going to stop. Yeah. No. Never going to stop. <laughs> but at the end of the day, my kids can vouch for it and people who know me close can vouch for it. I will do anything for my kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I wouldn't trade what I have now for the world. Yeah. Because it's just, it again, it took me a long, long time to... Uh, get the mindset that I'm in now, mm -hmm. but that the thing is, is that I didn't want, I didn't really try to get to the mindset I, I am know. now. So yeah, and that's that's where we can just tell people now is that look, um, yes, you have a baby, yes, you know there might there's a little um, there's a little uh, barrier right there, mm -hmm. but it's it's not over. It's yeah, just go around. Yeah, go around. You know the the bush and just keep going because yeah. you know it's, but the biggest thing is that people saying oh you know what i can't do it anymore because now i have a baby and blah that's bad because yeah. now you're making an excuse right for and, and you're, you're putting it, it all negative. on the baby yeah yeah definitely and i mean, I mean if that baby could talk to you do you really think it's going to sit there and stand for you to blame it all on the baby right no yeah it's almost like, you know, you can't fight the current. You just have to float with it <laughs> because at some point, you know, it's going to catch up to you. And, you know, like you said, you could go AWOL. You could, you know, there's a lot of things that could happen. But I think the, the biggest thing is you need to just be aware and be okay with the fact that you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow and you don't know everything and that's okay. And just things are going to change. I think the biggest thing for me, I was always stuck on getting my education because I started young, like, you know, 19. Um, and I was like so upset that I didn't ever get my education. And this was all the way up until a few years ago, actually. And I would just like, you know, sometimes I'd blame my husband. I'd be like, look, you got, you know, all your education done while I took care of the kids. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. And it made me miserable. And I did some, in some ways, um, blame, not blame the kids, but feel upset. We've all been there. You know? And so it's like, finally, I got to the point a few years ago where I'm like, look, 
my plans changed. Like they're not the same as they were when I was 19. Yes, I wanted to get my a, a degree. I wanted to be this person, but it's okay. It yeah. didn't happen the way that I wanted it to. And my plans have changed now and I'm okay with it. And I'm happy with the way things are. So yeah, I, I, I agree. It's like, you have to just be. Whenever I talk to my, my older ones mm-hmm. and you know, they, you know, they, they weren't like many kids out there who graduated, went straight to college and that's and that. Yeah. Cause I, I honestly, I'm not scared to say it. I can't afford to put all these kids through college. Oh yeah. So I always tell them because they, they know what they want to do, mm-hmm. but I always tell them have a plan B. Yeah. And they're like, why? I'm always, you know, cause everybody's always like, once you, ha- once you have a goal, just go for it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, cause you never know what's going to happen. It's so true. You never know mm-hmm. what's going to happen, whether it's a baby or not, like mm-hmm. something is going to change in your life. Yeah. And you don't know how big it's going to be, how small it's going to be or anything. But if you have a plan B, then that should be good enough yes. for somebody to, okay, something changes, no big issue. I just, I got a plan B. Yeah. Or Because when you become so stuck on something and it doesn't happen. It can ruin you can. if it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It can yeah. ruin you and ruin whoever is with you at the time. Right, yeah. Whether it's a significant other, a wife, a kid, mm-hmm. even a dog. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, it can go It can go bad for you. So it's it's very important, like, going back on having a child when you you're, have that career mindset. Like, that's fine if you just want to have that one career mindset. But just realize, either one, it's going to take time to take more time mm-hmm. to get there, or you just need to go around the obstacle, like mm-hmm. uh, deal with it and just keep shooting for your goal. There's nothing wrong with that, it, right. but it's never over. Yeah. Never over just because you have a child. And sometimes your goals will change. I mean, like that's another, oh, you know, I mean, like. Within the last 21 years, so much have changed. Like <laughs> all my goals have changed. Yeah, it's so true. So have mine. It's just a completely different. But at the end of the day, I tell everybody the same thing, like regardless of what you had envisioned your career to be or whatever, Mm -hmm. being a parent is one of the best things that has ever happened to Mm -hmm. me. It's changed me as a person. It's changed me as a husband. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would not change it for the world. So there's something to look forward to. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I honestly think that kids are the best biggest teachers like they they (laughs) you know it's like you could have a teacher to teach you any subject but nothing is going to teach you more about who you are and who you aren't than a kid you know than than raising another human being and so um yeah for sure i i agree completely so um this was a little bit more of like a a serious i'm a loser conversation (laughs) What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. You had me flash back to my freaking 19-year-old days. Now I've been I'm just flashing like, back this whole time. I'm like oh trying to just keep it together here. Uh, it's, but yeah, it's... <laughs> it's I a, wanted to it's talk trash journey. about my kids this episode, but no. <laughs> like I do every episode. We can talk trash about them next episode. Now I'm talking about, oh my gosh, I love them so much. <laughs> I wouldn't trade them for anything. Sorry. Um, we, you brought the soft, I'm sorry, I do that sometimes, you know, I'm like this, I'm like, some days I'm, I'm all energized and others, it's the weather, it is the weather and it's, you know, I just feel like I'm just fighting this 
cold or something. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, these are definitely subjects that parents need to hear, I think, too. You know, it's like we can joke around and have fun most of the time. But I do think when you're talking about parenting, there's going to be serious subjects that oh, we yeah, just got to cover. Because it's just part of the process. We, so. we can save talking crap about our kids for another time. I mean, there's plenty of time for that. Oh, yeah. Plenty of time. Lots of things to talk about when it goes to talking about. But crap. when we go to this family festival, when we go to this family festival, we can't talk about bad no, about our kids. No, uh, no. We're actually, I think it's going to be so fun. Like, yeah. honestly, I, uh, we love kids. Like, I, I love being around kids. <laughs> it's my, <laughs> when it's, my own kids can drive they me nuts a little bit. there's going to be thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands I of kids. I know. It's like a, it's like a Disney World of Chuck E. Cheese. Like, I, seriously. <laughs> That's I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. We, we might but need no. to bring some, like, ibuprofen or something. We just need to bring our composure. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Some composure. And we're going to we bring it. have that. And yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to... We're going to be talking. Yeah. We're going to be talking about it. So please, what what's the date again? The 22nd? Yes, please be there. It's the festival is located at the National Western Complex, and it takes place on February 22nd. It's called Family Fest, and it's Colorado's largest family festival in Denver. So please be there because we'd love to meet you guys and kind of just um, talk with you and get your stories and your input. And yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a lot it's of It's going to be great. Knowing us on a personal level is a lot, you know, better. I'm not always talking bad about my kids. You know, I am I do that all the time on here, but, you know, on the outside, I don't do that. No, you don't, unless they take your donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when I'm quiet at work, you know, that just means that my kids piss me off. <laughs> Good to know. Kids, 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 We'll kids, leave you kids, alone kids, at that kids, point, kids. Mike. <laughs> but, no, all jokes aside, we would love to meet everybody. Yeah. We, uh... We want to even meet your kids, honestly. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, and we may even have our kids there. Who knows? We may bring them. So, (laughs) so yeah. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you can make it (laughs) next week to listen to our next podcast. I think it's our tenth podcast. So next week is number ten. Number ten. How are we doing on ratings, anyways? Do we? We're good. Awesome. We're doing great. Of course, anybody would tell us that. That is awesome. Uh, All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week. Maybe. Keep your composure. Maybe, unless baby Kindle. Maybe. Oh, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Later.